You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 300. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this podcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra presence to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by FreshBooks. I love using FreshBooks for my company, and now we're about to start the foundation, the Lively Community Foundation, and I'm also excited to create a FreshBooks for that as well. The bookkeeping software for creatives is just so easy to use. I truly love it. I've been using it now for almost seven years, starting in 2019. I began this in 2012, so here we are, seven years later, and I'm still loving it as much as I did the first day I started trying it. It truly does make your bookkeeping feel like you're almost on Instagram. The actual interface is so simple, so easy to use and natural that I like bookkeeping. I really can't believe I say that. I also love that I found an accountant that loves using it too here in Michigan. And it's just really the perfect fit for my company. And I'd love for you to try it for 30 days yourself to see if it works for your company as well. You can go over to freshbooks.com lively to give that 30 day trial a shot. And like I said, I hope you enjoy it. There's so many different features and functionalities that make it so easy to track your revenue, your time, your expenses, you name it, other contractors or people or projects as well. It's all in there. I hope you enjoy it like I do. Now let's move on. Where am I? I'm actually in Chicago right now for the holidays. My middle brother has moved here a few months ago. So though I spent seven years or basically the majority of my 20s after college living here in Chicago, I am back yet again for a family trip. And as I'm here for the five days, I've had a few meetings. I've really enjoyed it. One of the meetings was with Natalie, our team member here on Team Lively and also at Interior Define. Excited to look at some furniture styles for my new apartment. And I'm really excited to share some of the other new updates that have been going on with me in this episode. So let's go to the show. All right, today's show, we're two days after Christmas as you're listening to this. So happy holidays, Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. I personally having since traveled, I used to be, by the way, super into Christmas. I used to be into all the traditions, all the music, the movies, the decorating, you name it. I was all about it. But as I traveled nomadically for so many years and missed the holidays of this country's not celebrating the holiday that that country is or that sort of thing, I kind of just got all jumbled up and got really into presents and mindlessness and since then have not felt especially while being, you know, without children, I guess, to even think about those types of things. I haven't just felt that Christmassy. However, I have a kind of Christmas-themed or holidays-themed episode topic, but merging with where we're at in the show right now, or especially where the awareness in myself is being directed. And I just love it because regardless of whatever you feel about the holidays themselves, this is an eternal one that's just a fun play on the words. What I've been asking myself this last week or two is this simple phrase, what is the present of the present? Now that's, what's the present of the present? What the what? What is she saying? What is the present of the present moment? What is the gift that is being given to me in the present moment. Now, who's giving me these gifts, you might ask? It's not just random strangers, though. Yes, as a part of this, I have been getting gifts from friends, of course, the holiday season. That makes that not totally unexpected. But what I'm really looking for, this is totally beyond the mind style and kind of emerging between season four, Law of Attraction, Abraham Manifesting, and No Mind. 
It's a beautiful blend. If you're looking at how do I manifest without using the mind so actively, this is an episode for you. It ties back to other themes we've touched on in previous episodes, but this is a fun way of reintroducing the phrase to the mind in a new way. So in the past, I used to say to myself, and I shared about it during my early days traveling nomadically. So in 2016, I used to ask the question, what is the universe flowing to me in the present moment? Now that's a lot of words. It's a lot easier to say to yourself, what's the present of the present? Or what's the present of the present moment? And when you ask yourself that, the idea is that you step aside from the narrow focus and lens and perspective that the mind likes to hold on to. Sometimes it likes to get so single focused on what it's attached to at that moment in time that it's truly blocking out and putting blinders on everything else around you that's trying to give you something awesome right now. And because the mind's so focused on this external reality and its single focus on what it thinks you need right now, it's not allowing you to receive what it's trying to give you right now. So if you think about this from an Abraham phrasing, it would be the inner being. If you think about this from what we say here on the show, the inner voice, you could call them like synonymous if you'd like. But the idea is that the inner being, there's a part of you, your soul, you name it, whatever word you want to put in there, is trying to give you a bunch of gifts but the mind is blocking the reception of them or taking them for granted to the point where there's no appreciation for them, which means there's no juice and there's no alignment, there's no joy coming from them as much as you could by simply asking yourself, what is the present of the present moment? So I thought I would share with you that basically you're gonna get as many presents as you remember to ask that question because in the present moment, when you ask the question, what's the present of the present moment? If I did this right now, I would say, Well, the present of the present moment for me, right as I'm speaking on this microphone, is that I'm in this really well-acousticed podcast studio, which actually isn't a studio at all. I'm in a WeWork in Chicago, not in the Detroit location I've been going to lately, but the Chicago one, because I'm here, like I said, in town for family vacation, and it's super quiet, and it has a foosball table. Not that I'm going to use it, but it's there, and it's really cool, and I actually get to sit on the ground which at a coffee table, which is my favorite way, weird enough, to podcast. In fact, in Sydney, I sat in my closet floor the entire time I podcasted there. So I get to have this comfortable way of sitting and talking with you in a really well acoustic place. And it's pretty good. I'm having a good time. I'm very caffeinated, if you can't already tell. And I'm feeling happy. It's fun. I love that this is a gift I get to share with you. I love all of the gifts also that I've been receiving all day already. So I made a little list of some of the things that since I've started asking myself this question, I've noticed that I've received. Now, obviously, when you ask yourself, so what's the present, what's not just, your perception gets to decide what the gift is. So the idea is that if you weren't asking yourself this question, you'd just be living your life as you are, and the mind in its state, just living it pretty unconsciously, will just kind of drift to whatever area of focus it wants to have, and it tends to focus on what it perceives to be a problem in your life. As Eckhart Tolle, as you often hear me say, says, this is totally normal. The mind needs problems to give it an identity of sorts. This is normal and insane. This is literally a quote from The Power of Now. I love that quote so much. And it's so true. When the mind isn't given a question like this to direct it to what's the present of the present moment, it has the tendency to just drift. Think about this yourself. Does it tend to drift to a subject in your life? Maybe it's your body, your career, your eating, your 
relationship status, your mother-in-law, your mother, your father, your child, whatever area the mind perceives it needs that it needs to control, change, or receive a gift from, it tends to go there. And it often, in that case, magnifies that area and the awareness of not having whatever gift it thinks it wants from that area, therefore perpetuating that problem in your life, Law of Attraction 101, and blocking and putting blinders to all the other gifts that are falling all around you all times because it's not letting them in and you're not appreciating them. This simple question steps you out of the focus to that subject that the mind likes to fixate on or the dog's favorite chew toy, as I like to say about the ego. The ego is like a dog with a chew toy and it usually has a favorite. It may rotate favorites over the decades or over years, but tends to have a favorite go-to neural network that it loves to fire off that's fastest and strongest. So that tends to be the easiest place the mind's energy flows. And like I said, it's like a magnifying glass that often (laughs) magnifies the problem that we don't want. And law of attraction only says yes to things. Or if we're focused on the problem, it says yes, more problem, because that's what the mind's focused on. Even though the mind thinks, I'm shouting no at this problem. Don't you see that? No. The inner voice does not work this way. But when you open up and you shift from whatever the default mechanism problem is in your life to, and it's not really a problem, only the mind perceives it as such. When you pull back from that subject and you ask yourself, what's the present of the present moment open-mindedly, you may be able to find something to appreciate and you also may catch a little bit of consciousness pulling your awareness into a new direction you may not have normally gone. So sometimes this looks really magical, like literally a gift wrapped package that someone gives you. Or other times, I remember one day asking myself this question in the morning, and that looked in Detroit like a mocha and chocolate in the morning. That was the present of that present moment. Now, do I eat chocolate and have mochas in the morning for brekkie? Absolutely. That's not unusual at all. But I did allow myself to appreciate that as a present rather than a habit in that moment. And I savored it just a little bit more, which is the whole point. I wasn't just in routine in that moment. That shift made it real for me in my sensory perceptions instead of just a constant ritual or routine, which dulls the senses of the mocha and chocolate. No matter how great mochas and chocolate taste, the mind can even make that a routine. But by making it a gift, it kind of turns on the flavor. It turns on the focus. It turns on the sensual awareness of that even more. In addition, one of the things that I've recently really been loving was the Try Guys. Have you guys watched this on YouTube? I have fallen in love with these four guys. I love Queer Eye too. And also this Try Guys, it's totally unrelated by the way, but I just loved that series of guys and their little ensemble. And now I love the Try Guys ensemble on YouTube. These four guys are so funny, so funny. I love watching their videos. I actually saw it through looking at Facebook. I rarely go to Facebook. For one day, not too long ago, I went on there and they had an advertisement. They had sponsored and they posted a video on their how to bake without a recipe, how to make holiday pies without a recipe. And I clicked on it because I had remembered years ago seeing one of their videos on YouTube and I got hooked and I went deep. I've been watching the Try Guys. Whenever I have some free moments of time and I'm alone and I don't have something to do, I tend to go find a funny video of theirs and watch it. So often the present of the present moment lately has been Try Guy videos. Super simple, but something that I can savor as a gift rather than the mind's tendency to go, oh, I'm alone right now in Chicago and I don't have a partner, blah, 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 right? That's the mind's 
direction it tends to go. But if I just pull back and say, what's the present of the present moment? Try guys wearing nail extensions. That's the present of the present moment. And am I lonely as I'm watching that video? No, I'm laughing my face off because it's so funny to watch these guys do all the funny things that they do. Next up, I just today literally had lunch with Natalie on Team Lively. We had an incredible lunch. We talked about so many different things we're working on for next year for you guys. And let me just say, next year in the trajectory of the Lively show or any of this stuff that we do, it is all about you. The community is becoming the entire thing. So inner voice plus community equals everything that we're focused on that I can basically think to even share with you in so many different ways. And it was so fun to have this conversation with her. That was the huge gift of the afternoon, or at least during that period of time. We had so many moments of goosebumps and ideas, and we got these concepts for alignment packages, which came from another gift that's been flowed to me. So as you guys know from a few episodes back when I did a solo show and I talked about what to do with my stuff in Sydney, you may have heard me say that I woke up in the middle of the night in Sydney with the word host. My inner being gave me the word host and I knew that that meant that the Sydney furniture, which doesn't match my current condo in Detroit based on the walnut wood tones and all natural oak furniture from Sydney, I didn't know what to do with it all because it wasn't going to really match or coordinate, but the word host from my inner being showed me that it was about bringing it to Detroit. Well, as flow would have it, and it seems to be unfolding well, but we'll see. It may not flow, and that will be fine. I'll trust that if that happens, maybe not, but let me just tell you how magically so far this property, which is one of the places I most wanted to live a few months back before I got this current Detroit condo, there was another place I was looking at when I was thinking about living abroad and having a US mini base. Well, this mini base didn't flow at the time and I just let it go, I surrendered, I kept flowing, I got my amazing place that's meant for me and now, all these months later, This original place has flowed into my life perfectly in divine timing. What I realize now is that it was the place I was meant to host people. It wasn't the place where I was supposed to be because I will potentially be spending so much time there. You wouldn't have very much time to be able to stay there yourselves. But this new location is literally the perfect spot for me to do. I have lived out of Airbnbs myself for on and off for the majority of three years. So I don't think many people have ever stayed in as many places as I have, and it has been my huge desire and pleasure to create a place where you guys could enjoy and to do it here in Detroit once I'm back there. It just feels so right because who knows what other opportunities may unfold for us and the team as we move forward in that city that's got so much energy and development going on. But let me just say, I am so excited to be able to bring you guys a piece of my Sydney life into this experience for you right now in a city I love that I'm excited to share with you. It just feels so great. But now, zooming back up to lunch with Natalie, as we were talking about that project and the Airbnb and how perfect it was seeming to flow so far, the idea for alignment packages as something that people could purchase if they want to came up. And we talked about how cool would it be if there could be like a little gift basket if someone wanted all my favorite things, we could like have a little extra thing. If someone wanted to get all of my favorites, we can like bulk order the many things that I love and put them in this little alignment package. So if people stayed at the Airbnb, they could really also, if they wanted, have a little alignment time package. Then that spiraled to, well, people online might wanna order those packages too. So maybe we could do that. And then I thought, well, Natalie, 
if she ends up or someone else in our team ends up moving to Detroit, we can have a little WeWork office and we can have the packages for these purchases sent there. And then we can actually store them in that little office that we'd have there too. So it wouldn't be in the Airbnb, it wouldn't be in her house and it wouldn't be in my condo. We would have it there. We could have this little meetup spot. We can have this little package center. We could ship from there. We could drop the packages off at the Airbnb when needed. And it just got better and juicier and more and more fun. Just even thinking about the idea of these alignment packages was the present of that present. In addition, I'm also realizing that sometimes the present of the present is even a retroactive present. So again, in the conversation with Natalie, as I was speaking to her, something clicked in that I didn't figure out. And this is so silly, but people that like interior design will appreciate this. This is what was bringing me joy in that present moment. So that's if you're wondering like, what is exactly the present? It could be any gift, any gift of alignment, joy, or appreciation that's spontaneously arising in that time. That's the gift, that's the present of the present. And in this case, this is a fun one because it's a retroactive, juicy gift that's bringing me so much joy and alignment, but actually comes full circle. So back in Sydney, when I was building and creating the place that I was living in, I normally would have wanted to order brass silverware because I never had had that gold, brassy looking silverware before. But when I got to Sydney, I didn't want the brass and it didn't really make much sense. Why wouldn't I want the gold silverware? I normally would. So I ordered black instead. And I remember putting it in the kitchen drawer thinking, the Sydney place doesn't really feel like home. I just kind of somehow instinctively knew, even though the mind said this is where I'm going to live, the feeling I had was that it wasn't really feeling like home. And somehow this black silverware kind of like solidified that in me at a deeper level than the mind could understand at the time. Yet it looked good with my furniture. It didn't match my kitchen in that place very much at all because the kitchen wasn't very cute and it didn't match that kitchen. But it was the right silverware. I knew it was time to get black silverware. But for some reason, I also knew I'd never order black silverware for myself. So this place couldn't be for me. So I thought, okay, well, I'll probably end up Airbnb being the Sydney location when I'm not in it. That never flowed, but what I realized and got tons of crazy alignment out of today was tying the feeling and the recognition of that black silverware to this new Airbnb. The new place is still to be finished in terms of construction, so I still have time to choose the finishes to make sure that as they go in, they match the new Sydney furniture. So I get to design my place and space around the Sydney furniture. It's not too late to do that because of course the universe is flowing the perfect place that would allow me to do that. So what I realized is that kitchen is so pretty. It's so modern, it's so great. And it's gonna be white, silver, and black. So that gold silverware that I thought I should quote unquote want at the time was not the right silverware for this place. But this black silverware is going to be bang on perfect. So it was so cool to be able to recognize that a year ago, I ordered something and had a recognition about the fact that it wasn't my home but didn't understand at the time why. And now I have the present of the present moment to understand and to see how perfectly listening to that inner voice and to those little nudges and intuitions you have, even if they don't make sense to the mind at that point in time, are going to work out for you. And this is what I'm just milking so much right now, thinking about how... It's a gift that's giving itself a year later. I enjoyed the silverware as I had it, but now I'm appreciating it so much more knowing that 
it's going to be perfect for this new place. And interestingly enough, the minute I got to Detroit and I ordered the silverware for the Detroit place, I knew I wanted gold again. So all of a sudden, this desire for gold, which I thought would be my innate desire, while it didn't feel right, it wasn't right because that place was going to end up in Detroit. It was going to have black hardware. And this will be perfect here with black silverware. So anyways, that's a really weird very small, but very juicy gift for me from me. Of course, the inner being, by the way, is gonna give you the gift that's right for you. So you're gonna get all the juice out of the gifts that light you up. Maybe it's your favorite song coming on at exactly the right time, or maybe it's seeing a lined number somewhere, or whatever it is that your inner being loves to gift to you. And it's also to say, you know, the mind could be like, all right, Jess, whatever, silverware, silverware, you happen to get lucky with that or who really cares? Is that really a gift now? It is right now because it's bringing me joy right now. A gift is designed to surprise, inspire, and uplift, right? That's generally speaking what a gift is. Well, this is inspiring me to really stay on track with the inner voice, even when it doesn't quote unquote make sense to the mind. And it's completely uplifting me right now to see the beauty and the perfection in all of these steps unfolding together. That makes me so very happy, which is the whole point of a gift in the first place. So now let's move on. Another thing I noticed the other day as I was having a little shop on Michigan Avenue, I wandered into the loft and was on a phone call talking with the real estate agent about the Airbnb property, having a good time, feeling super aligned about that. And as I was leaving, I noticed a sweater in the window that I didn't see in the store. So I asked the sales clerk as I was leaving, I popped back in and said, hey, is there that sweater anywhere? I didn't see it in the store. And she said, no, there was no more left, but she got it off the mannequin. I went into the change room, tried it on, totally loved it. It's amazing. And now I'm wearing it. So the gift in that moment as I was walking down the street was to pop into the loft, have a great conversation with the real estate agent, and then there was a gift that I purchased for myself, but I didn't look at that as something that I quote unquote needed to go buy. It was a gift, it was a surprise, it was an unexpected delight that happened to also be 60% off when I purchased it. So it was really cool to see even things that you can actually buy for yourself can be surprises. They can be unexpected. Another example of that happened today as I went to Artifact because I had extra time in my day between the Interior Define meeting looking at furniture and the meeting in lunch with Natalie. So in between the two, I was you know, aligning and trusting that the perfect timing was happening in the right order. So I popped into the store thinking in my head. So now the mind has a present in mind. It thinks it wants a letter opener. So I go into the store looking for an envelope opener thing. <laughs> so I really like those. I'm not really into tons of personal possessions or things as much. I do like furniture and having great design, but little odds and ends. I try not to have too many now because I've gotten so many moves. I've just kind of made a lot of pieces of things I used to think I needed irrelevant. But one thing I really appreciate is a beautiful letter opener that's just so satisfying. So anyways, on the lookout for one of those, I go into the store with that on the mind but while I browse, I don't see any letter openers. They didn't have any, but I found the perfect black gloves that I had been looking for. So I have a black coat and wanted to find black gloves. Hadn't found anywhere yet, but there they were at Artifact. So going in for one thing, my mind was open enough to not block out, not just go in and say, hey, do you have the letter opener and then just leave. I actually browsed the store and got to appreciate. And even the gift, the present of the present was seeing Artifact in general, because back in the day, 
like I'm talking 2012, 2010, when I was in my early 20s, I sold jewelry to this store called Artifact in Chicago. And I had literally forgot it existed. I haven't thought about the jewelry life I had for so long, but especially even the stores on Armitage. So it was kind of a blast from the past just to be able to be in that store and to be a customer and to be literally 10 years older than I was when I was selling to that store. And to be able to be the customer that basically was the type of customer that would buy the pieces I was making at the time back then. So that was a great little blast from the past, look where I am now kind of situation. But also those black gloves are sitting there. So I'm glad that the present of the present moment, I didn't block out the gift. I flowed with it. I said, what feels good now? Let's go to Artifact. Do they have a letter opener? No, but let's just look around and appreciate the experience of being a customer in a store I used to sell to. So. Anyways, another little unexpected one. So sometimes the present, the mind wants, is not the present the inner being is giving you right now. But who knows in what unexpected way my inner being may gift me a letter opener or may put it in my path. So the idea isn't that I can't go purchase it at some point. Yes, I can go on Amazon or search on Pinterest if I want to find one directly. But it doesn't mean that it needs to be blocked in an unexpected way as well. So keeping the mind open in an appreciation and going from this little fun thing to that little fun thing helps you keep the mind open and helps new things flow in. And as long as you label them a gift, you're constantly getting a presence. All right, so next up, yesterday went on a date, which was kind of fun. There was no chemistry with the person, but we had amazing conversation around inner voice and everything that I'm doing with the TV show because he has a background in television at PBS. So even though there was no chemistry, the present of the present wasn't chemistry connection. It was fun to have the conversation. So the present of that present moment wasn't what the mind would have wanted, which maybe would have been more chemistry. It was just a really fun conversation with someone that had a background in television that was really insightful to what we're doing with the lively TV show coming up in Pittsburgh. So sometimes, like I said, you have to open the mind's perception of what it says it wants to receive. Maybe it's not a letter opener, or maybe it's not the you know chemistry you're looking for in a date, but... It might be black gloves, or it might be a fun conversation with someone with insight to what you're doing next in another area of your life. So keep that in mind. In addition, I mean, this stuff can get really small, but also feel just as juicy because it's really about the alignment and the appreciation you're feeling in the moment. And do you see how like the mind is involved, but the mind, this is so you say, how is this like not just from before, right? Before Jess, my previous self, love to visualize with the mind and choose with the mind what it wanted to manifest. The difference now is that I have epic compassion if I don't feel like asking the question, what is the present of the present? So that's fine too. I don't care. I don't have to ratchet my alignment up to 11 million percent like I used to think I did. But also I'm letting myself as the mind receive things from the inner being, which is opening the mind. It can allow the mind to appreciate the experience of the gifts of this experience, but it's not in the mind's choosing exactly what it's going to be. Yes, the mind gets to label the conversation with Sandra, my Uber driver, who was super fun and I felt all the goosebumps and all the alignment. We just had an amazing time chatting after my lunch with Natalie. I, as the mind, got to select and allow that to be a present, right? I labeled that a present, but what 
I didn't do as the mind was block that as a potential present. I didn't say, well, that doesn't count because I want this other thing and I haven't gotten the letter opener or the chemistry date or whatever else that you know the mind might be looking for. I'm allowing the mind to be open to what it's receiving and open to appreciating the now moment, not a past moment and not a future moment. It's appreciating the now, which is really what the job of the mind can be when we go beyond the mind in terms of its choice. So yes, that doesn't mean I don't want a letter opener. I do. My inner being knows it, and I'm sure I will find one at some point. But right now, I'm not going to sit and wallow in despair because I don't have the letter opener. Or let's obviously say that's a small example. Let's say it's a big one when I don't have the money I want to have, the job I want to have, the relationship I want to have, the baby I want to have, whatever the thing you want, right? The mind in you wants, whatever that is, Don't let the mind block all of the joy and well-being that your inner being is trying to give you right now outside of that prescribed and proposed quote-unquote problem. Let it show up with the gift it has to give you in the moment, not the one you prescribe should be now and be upset because you don't have it now. That's getting out of alignment. That's not being in alignment with the present moment. When you can live in appreciation for the present moment, that's the whole point. That's the big game. That's what Eckhart's trying to point us to. And one of the fun ways you can simply ask is what is the present of the present? In addition, one of the things I really have been enjoying and how amazingly flowing it's been was the foundation, the Lively Community Foundation and the programs we want to do with that in terms of the RTT training and giving free RTT to trauma-experienced people and also the entrepreneurship to high school girls. Oh my goodness, so excited for that. And we have had the most amazing lawyer named Anne here in our Lively Community who has reached out and is now putting that together so quickly. It's just so perfect. We're going to have it set up in terms of the organization starting to be submitted and starting to get rolling in early 2019, just like I had hoped. She's so awesome and so great to work with. So that has been a huge present of the present. And it's so fun to see also Danielle, who's also probably listening. Hello, Danielle, who's volunteered to be the person who's heading the entrepreneurship aspect of it. It's just so cool to see the present of the present moment also showing up in people around me as well. So kind of think of it like this, to use another analogy to our recent holidays. It's like there's 12 days of Christmas and your inner being has 12 different gifts it wants to give you. One day it's five rings, another day it's six lords leaping, and then there's the ladies dancing and it's got a partridge in a pear tree for you. But you as the mind, if the mind is super active, says, no, I only need the money. I only need the money. I only need the job. I only need the job. I only want the partner. I only want the partner. Whatever it's so single focused on. Your inner being is like, I got 12 lords of leaping, five golden rings. I've got all this stuff for you. Take the stuff because eventually the job's going to come. But right now it's the holiday season and nobody's hiring. They're going to hire in like February. Take this other stuff right now. Just take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. And the mind's like, no, 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 no. I only need the job. I only want the job. I only want the job. I only want the job. It's literally blocking you from all of the joy and all the presents literally falling from the sky. Now, obviously, it's not really this guy, but like, think about it. You have so many things around you that can bring well-being in your life. If the mind stopped its incessant tendency to want to project on the past or the future and just find the joy in the present that's showing up before you in a more open-minded way than it may have normally done if it did its normal mind thing focusing on a problem. 
So yeah, I hope you guys try this and love it. Feel free, as Sandra asked me, as I told her about this episode as we were driving here, she said, you know, should I write it down? Should I write down the manifestations, the presence? And I said, you know, you can feel free to. And by all means, if you want to, feel free to write them down. But I'll say for myself, here's what I've noticed. I tend to do it for a few days, and then I tend to let those kinds of things go. So if you want to and you find joy in it, you're consistent or you only do it for one or two or three days, all of those are fine. And even this idea is just an idea and you're gonna get the juice you're gonna get out of it. The more you ask the question, the more you're gonna create a neural net that will make this a muscle that will become more automatic to ask yourself. But also don't worry and don't stress if it ends up flowing away and it's not in the top of your mind's awareness in the future. These things that we bring up, these little hooks, these little ideas, these little open-minding, expanding things that so many people in the personal development world put to you, that's all great. It's awesome. If it's uplifting and it brings you joy in the present moment, fantastic. But it's not going to make you poop any faster. So in terms of the enlightenment, like I always say about the digestion books, reading books on digestion doesn't make you poop faster. It can be a little aid though. It can be a little moment, a little glimpse into something great as long as it's bringing you that juice. But it's not going to bring necessarily the consistent abiding well-being that comes from enlightenment. But that's a natural process. So really these little things we're doing, we don't quote unquote have to do them. Don't let your mind turn this into a should I should do this every day. I should write these down. I should have asked more questions about presence yesterday. So I got more presence. So I felt better. Don't let that happen. It's all fine. This is just a fun little trick, a fun little tool. It's not going to change your life in any enduring way, the way that enlightenment will. But the beautiful thing about something like that, that really permanently pervasive shift That's natural and also not in the mind's control in order to control the when, the how that happens. So in the meantime, these are just little hooks, little fun things, little pennies along the way to enjoy, but also not feel bad when they flow away. They're just a little thing to use until they're no longer useful or they drift from our awareness. There's nothing wrong with it, but I do love this one because it's a way of merging the mind to the now and appreciating. So it's appreciating the now through the mind. And that is useful. That is a powerful practice. And it's a simple little phrase, turn of phrase, that kind of also feels nice to the mind. What's the present of the present? And also it's kind of like telling yourself to the mind, stop deciding what it needs to be. Just receive what's flowing right now. It's a way of staying, as Abraham says, downstream and downstream and downstream. So like I said also, to reiterate, you're going to get as many presents, quote unquote, as you remember to ask the question. So your presence might be big and little and small and unusual and unexpected and totally expected and wild and all different types of things, crazy at times, depending on the present moment and your ability to remember to ask the question. So every time you ask the question, you'll find something the mind can latch onto. It might even be like as simple as, for me, I asked this myself. What's the present of the present moment? As I was walking, it was like how warm I felt given the cold temperature. That could be the present of the present moment. So you'll be able to find and decide and define what it is. But it's like I said, this training tool, a little technique that's going to bring your mind back to the now instead of its favorite chew toy. And it'll bring it back to appreciating what is right now instead of what it doesn't have right now. So I hope that is something you enjoy. What is the present of the present? The great thing is Christmas and the holidays may be over, but the presents keep coming as long as you ask this very simple question.
And there you have it. If you want to find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter, you can find me at Jess C is in Candy Cane Lively. And for show notes for this episode, head over to JessLively.com slash present presence. And now what I'm up to next, I am heading, as a time that you're listening to this, I am heading to London. So excited to spend time there. One of my very favorite places. I've never been there right after the holidays. I've only stayed in the summer and before the holidays. So it'll be fun to meet up with friends and do some of my favorite things in Europe again. Until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today. Today.